gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Hey guys, it's Jonathan from the Howard Hospitality Group. Welcome to another weekly vending live. Joining me tonight, I've got Matt from Galaxy Games 843 hey and guys. David from Extreme Vending. What's up, guys? How are we doing? Hi. Good, How's good. How's everyone doing How out there? Can you say it like you say it? What's up, guys? What's up, guys? What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm Matt with Galaxy Games A4. <laughs> I'm going to have you do my voiceovers from now on. <laughs> Seriously, you look pretty good, David. I'm impressed. You got oh, thank you. Nice. <laughs> How's everybody's week going? It's going good. good. How's your week? It's okay. I just actually got a call as we were about to go live. You guys are with me, and I put it on speakerphone. And we placed a machine today, and... A magic key today and i must have set it up wrong because it's they said it's only doing like they're saying a dollar per is giving it a quarter so i don't know what's going on with with that or how i did that wrong but somehow in the menus i must have set up wrong so i guess i'm taking a trip either tonight because they're open till like 2 a.m at this location so either i go tonight after the live stream or i go tomorrow morning um how far away is the location uh john it's about 45 minutes and I just got yeah. back like about 30 uh, minutes ago. So it's kind of frustrating, but I mean, that's what you, you know, when you live in the middle of nowhere, that's yeah. kind of the game and everybody that does this for a living, we know how that sucks. So that's our life hashtag vending life. I know. And we, and, and I mean, most people know from the discord and stuff that we, we live in California, but we live in the middle of nowhere in California. So we're like in this really tiny town uh, right around Sacramento and Chico in that area. And um, everything's far away for us. So like all of our routes are kind of like a little distance to get to the route. And then yeah. we can actually do the route and then come back home. So we do have a couple machines local, but most of our stuff's quite a ways away. So that's going to be a little bit of a trek, but that's what you get, right? You set it up and I thought I checked it. I don't know what I did wrong. So I got to <laughs> actually... Well, Probably you also got to remember, too, you just got a random phone call from somebody you don't know. They could be pulling your leg. They could be they could be not telling you exactly the truth. You could drive all the way out there and everything's working just fine. Let's be honest. Yeah, and, and that's true. And it's, what's weird is that because I know because Sam set it up, you know, and he's really good. Like he knows the menus and he knows how to set it up. And I was there with him when he was doing it. And, and I kind of over his shoulder. And and I know. He did it right. So I don't know what's you should going count the, on. Go to the menu and see the audit and see if what they're saying is actually lining up too and double check and make sure if you got uh, 24 credits in there and they put in $6, you should have 24 credits. But if it says six credits and you have $6, then you know that they were telling the truth and weren't pulling your yeah. I mean, you guys were on the phone with me. I mean, the kid, you know, he didn't sound like he, you know, was making it up and, and he no. sounded pretty legit. And sure. I, the only other thing I'm thinking of is that there's three switches on the back of the coin Mac that you can adjust for how many pulses like it gives you for that right on the back of the coin Mac. So maybe those are switched, you know, in the wrong because usually on the back, for those of you who have these type of machines, you know, in, the, in, in either it's candy machines or golden houses or magic keys or whatever, they all kind of use the same electronic coin Mac. And usually you have the top one on all the way up. The middle one's in the middle, and the bottom one's all the way down. So I'm just wondering if that might be what's well, going on. I mean, but would, would the dollar bill acceptor ex, uh, you know, go through the coin mech? Is that how the wiring works? I'm yeah. Not sure. So that's what I'm wondering, he said, he said he put a $5 bill in, didn't he? And it it was. Him, it's, it said it gave, go ahead, David. Sorry. I, I was going to tell you. So my very first mini, this one right here, uh, you can see kind of. Can you see that? I don't know if it shows up. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the, the, the Chinese bill acceptors I get, the top company. So when I first got mine, my very first setup, uh, it was the dip switches and the exact same problem. So if you put a dollar in there, instead of giving you four credits or uh, whatever, it only gave you one credit. It turned out to be, and I know a lot of people had this problem in the earlier days of my machines uh, because Brainy would be 
dip switch when it flips dip switches. We had to do it ourselves. So maybe like that that's what I thought of if uh, something similar. Like I would go over there, take some quarters, put a quarter in there, see if it gives you one credit. Then put a dollar in there and see if it gives you four credits and you're okay if it gives you only one credit. Then you know there's a there's the, the dollar bill acceptor is accepting the money and it's only pulsing one per dollar value. And you should make it where there's a dip switch where you flip it and make it pulse four times per dollar value. That's so at least mine. Our machines, we all have, we have, except for a couple of them, we have about 10 of them that use MEI. Um, yeah. But then the rest of all the rest of the stuff is pyramid. So we, we run pyramid and usually on the pyramid, you know, all your dip switches are all the way up. That's the way that you run them on all of our machines. And so I'm wondering too, you know, could those be switched? Could the CoinMech be switched? But I feel really stupid because I probably should have put a dollar in there and seen, you know. But I, well, you're probably trying to rush home to the live stream. Too. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to get home, and that just goes to show everybody: check your, run through your credit card through, run, make sure a coin goes in your CoinMac and works, and make sure that you check your your DBA because I mean, they've always been bulletproof. I've never had any issues plugging. Usually, you plug in a DBA and it's good to go, and you never. Yeah. So, anyways, well, that's a good way to start the live stream with the troubleshooting yeah, right. tonight. And so, yeah, what a mess. So, <laughs> I'm going to have to take a little road trip, I guess. And that's a lot of guys. Yeah, before too. you go there, uh, John, look at similar DBAs. Because I, I don't know those DBAs that you have on there. Take a picture of all the dip switches. Take a look at your coin mech. Take a picture of that. Just to make it simpler. So you have something to reference onto a machine that you know is set up correctly. And just go over there, like you said, check the coin mech. Uh, see if it's pulsing correctly on the bill acceptor. Put a quarter in there, see if it gives it one credit. Because I bet you the coin mech is going to give you a credit. And it just, I think it's a dip switch on the. If it's like mine, it's just a dip switch on the DBA. So I think so too. And then I just feel bad because the guy was very excited that owns the place because it's a big upgrade. You know, he went up to this bigger machine, and we we're all very excited about it today and talking about it. And then here this happens. So. Hopefully he's not getting a bunch of grief, you know, hopefully, I mean, it's a Wednesday night, so I don't know how busy he's going to be on a Wednesday night, but it is a busy place. So who knows, but I feel really bad for, I told the kid I'd been him some five bucks back and so it'll be fine, but yeah, that just kind of sucks. So anyways, back to, I wanted to do this real quick because we have our first super chat, first super, super chat. chat. Coming in from Waco's Car Wash Channel, Elevators and More. I'm getting real good at saying that for some reason. <laughs> says, last Friday, I went to the dealership and got a free car wash, and the machine went to the back and got stuck for about two minutes. Wonder what the problem is. Mm. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I know nothing about car washes. I, I'm pretty I sure we can all more. say none of us are car wash experts. Not right. yet, anyway. Maybe someday. Dude, Captain Namco has been playing the... He's been playing so much on his machine. So it's so funny he just posted. He said his coin meter rolled over 103,000 actual plays since he got that machine. Wow. That's crazy. Insane. That, that is guy crazy. is... I mean, like, I wish I had the time to sit and play like that. That would be awesome. Would wish be. people play our machines like that. So anyways, <laughs> everybody else is saying hi. Hi, guys. I missed you. I, I miss you still. From, from not from hanging out from IAPA, I was telling Natalie today, I was like, man, I miss those guys. Like, we had a lot of fun. Heck so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for MBVA. You know, it's only oh. like four months away. I know, I'm excited. Right? So it's really not that long. It seems mm -hmm. like forever, but it's really not long. I mean, once you figure in that you got all the holidays coming up and all that stuff, we got, we got a lot to do in between there. So I get it. But we should definitely talk about MBVA a little bit tonight. We should talk about um, Yao a little bit tonight. Talk about that. We got some stuff going on with that. And um, we should talk about our giveaway, which I actually have set up here. If you want to do oh, it. Oh, you got it ready to go? I got it ready to go. So let me add. Nice. Oops. I pushed the wrong button. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> entire screen. This one. There we go. All right. All right, guys, check out this key catcher claw machine. This is from QuickPlay and CandyMachines.com. Did you watch my most recent video? It did $602 its first month. Yes, so sir. That's so, so awesome. Good. <laughs> but, guys, we're going to give one of these away. I'm sure one of you out there, all of you out there want one. So hopefully you've all registered that are watching so far. But if you haven't registered yet, join our Discord, fill out the form. We're going to give this beautiful key catcher claw machine away on December 20th, which is basically what three weeks away at this point About yeah three weeks. 
Yeah, three That's weeks so from tonight. Crazy. You've got three weeks left, guys. This is a fast giveaway, man. Fast giveaway. And this is an amazing machine. You saw how good it did for me. I'm hearing great things from other vendors that have it as well. I know it's doing good for Quick Play. Anthony Hastings has a co- one, I think at least one, but maybe more. And I'm seeing multiple people posted on the Facebook groups. Everybody loves this machine. So yeah. guys, make sure you get registered to win because it's going to be awesome. Nice. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Very cool. I see I Kevin's just in the house. It's right before Christmas too. I mean, how cool yeah. is that? You know? So just very cool. And it, and we talked about it last week, but I mean, it's this is a pricey machine. You know, it's what you're going to get. So I mean, you're getting almost the value of the total giveaway is almost $3,000 by the time yes. you figure in shipping, uh, NIAX, you know, DBA, all the stuff that comes your first Blush. fill. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're getting, you're getting quite the package here from candymachines.com, which is awesome. So thank you again, candymachines.com for doing this giveaway for quick play, for designing this awesome machine. And, uh, we really appreciate you letting us and uh, quick play and all everybody give it away. It's pretty cool. So pretty awesome. Well, the return on investment on that machine right now for Matt is roughly around a three period, just over a three month period. You're talking about six hundred dollars in a month. You're doing eighteen hundred every three months. The machine's roughly around two thousand dollar machine that's being given away. I mean, that's just printing money, and that's crazy. Just printing if, money, uh, exactly. Right. If you were to be like getting into a claw machine business, and this is your budget. And you, you wanted a fast return. I mean, in just any kind of vending, like, would you want to spend $2,000 and buy yourself a, uh air hockey table and, and maybe make a couple hundred dollars a month or, like, buy a snack and sewing machine, which is really fun and really great vending. But, like, man, $2,000, you get yourself this key catcher here, and you're making $600 a month. That's so amazing. <laughs> right. I think that's so great. That's so awesome. And it's just in time for the holidays. I mean, get one out there right now. It's awesome. So. Yeah, there was somebody who was, a, uh, I don't know, I'm guessing his real name is Tim, but there's a Tim W in our in our Discord today that wrote a comment around, I mean, it was like 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon today when I was sitting at the car wash waiting to get our car done. And he said, anyone who says you can't make minis are out of their mind. Two machines at two different locations, Mexican restaurant and a diner, both set at a dollar per play. And he listed like his, his count of how much money has gone through his machine in that short amount of time. So if you're not a discord member, get in there, get into the discord and check out the results that people are getting from these machines. Mm-hmm. Cause they're just totally. off the, off the charts. So awesome. Very cool. Okay. So tonight also, I think I wanted to, to also, I don't, I don't feel like in a while we've, we've answered a lot of, of vending questions. And I really yeah. want people to give us, even if it's something you already know, but you think it might be something that might help somebody else, put them in the comments um, and there's things that we can talk about to maybe answer some questions for some people or, or help some people out. We'd love to do, we love to answer questions and then the things that we don't know the answers to, we'd love to find them out for you. So, um, and the discord's a great help too, if you're not a member of that, but uh, David, you're definitely feeling better tonight. We can tell. Uh, yeah, you, I'm doing. I'm doing a lot. I still got a little bit of a cough, but that's expected from that kind of sickness, you know. Yeah. So the lingering. There's also th- there's a question from I'm not sure, I'm not sure if, that, if that's pronounced Cody or it's C O T Y up the top there. It's about it's about the uh, the key catcher machine, and I can take this one. Uh, it says on the quick play, instead of opening the side door to access the DBA, can you reach it from the front door once you pull the coin bucket out? The answer is no. There is a metal cage around where that coin bucket goes. So you do have to access the dollar bill acceptor from that side door. Which is kind of cool. You know what well, I mean? Well, did you, did you see Mrs. Galaxy Games climbing in the machine? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this is this I is love great. watching her on your videos, man. Yeah. I, I'm so excited that she's getting into it. And, and yeah. it was really cool to, to meet her in person at IAPA. Because, um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we talked, you know, via screens and phone yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. but i've never met her in person and like she she took the blue and the red pill i mean she's all <laughs> about you know this this life and i think that that's super cool that you have yeah. that kind of support and that she is all in like she she loves vending which is super cool i mean it's in natalie's the same way which i think is great and 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 so is gabby and the yeah. fact that we have that kind of support. I was going to say, the yeah. three of us are truly lucky. I mean, 
my wife absolutely well, yeah. In, yeah. In, in MVVBA, my wife fell in love with Natalie had the greatest time and and then it made it really nice where she was excited to see uh, Don and sure enough when we met Don Don was just so adorable like Gabriel's like <laughs> I love that she she was like I would really love the three to see the three of them the three of our gals oh yeah for sure yeah but yeah I think we're we're really lucky we have great wives absolutely well, absolutely I mean, to, we are to, to take an idea like we did you know that we're not the first to invent this by any means and we're not any better than anybody else and we basically took something that was going on that we thought was really interesting and basically put all of our lives and money into it <laughs> to see how it was going to go you know what i mean we basically flipped a coin and for them to support us to flip that coin was pretty awesome and the results have been phenomenal i mean we, we've all done really well and, and and everybody that seems to have gotten into it that enjoys it has done really well it's not for everybody you know i mean claw machines yeah. and vending machines and stuff is not don't feel bad if it's not for you but for those that it is that that drink the kool-aid i mean it's all about what we you know it's fun like it's amusement it's a blast and yeah. like if you really get into it and the the i think the camaraderie of the of the discord and everything that we're doing in there I just think it's just a great community and we're just having so much fun. And I think that it used to be so much of an old boys club and I don't really feel like it's like that anymore. We have, um, I mean, like, like Natasha and all these other, these, these girls that are just crushing it. Like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, moon water minerals, which is not moving on minerals anymore, but I mean, they're just, I mean, they're doing so well and it's just awesome to see that they're excited about the stuff that, that is, I don't know. It's just great. I'm very excited. I, the more I go into Discord and hang out and talk to people and stuff, it's just a great community. And so thank you, everybody that's helping everybody in there because there is a lot of new people, and it's just awesome. So very yeah. cool. I was going to show you guys this. Do you see this? Aw. Rainy sent that to me for my 10-year so cool. anniversary. Oh, that's she really made cool. This, like, I didn't even know. She sent me a gift, and uh, it was really thoughtful. But it, it's fun. Oh, that's cool. a picture oh when we were at Disneyland. That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Um, there is a guy, Drex had a question. Let's see. Um, okay. So here we go. Got Glad a lot of good we got back. Welcome back, Drex. Yay, Drex. Okay. So, um, any update on the vending tax person? So there is a few people that do actually do taxes in the discord, put a feeler out and say that you're looking for somebody. They don't want to be known quote unquote as like the vending tax person but they are willing to help you. So they're in the Discord, um, but they don't want to announce that they're doing that for everybody, but they're willing to help some people. So put in there, you're looking for some tax help, and then you know, to instant message you or DM you, and then hopefully you'll get some help. But there is people in there that are actually doing that. So um, they're in there. Uh, they're just you know being incognito. So, but they, they, because they don't want to let everybody know, so, which is understandable. And definitely, so put it in the in the Discord directs, and you'll get contacted. I'm pretty sure. So, um, all right, next, David, for you. Yes. Uh, would you be doing a video on how the Magic Cut is doing the pros and cons? So, funny thing about the Magic Cut, I learned something—a hard uh, learn. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, it's funny. It's funny. No, it's it's sad. But funny, there's a funny. So I just went over there and did a collection, um, and unfortunately, the Magic Hut didn't have a product in there because of this. What happened was, is I tied my rope, and I, I guess when I put my new prize in there, and I tied it. I was in a hurry because at the mall and kids are coming around. Uh, that's the problem when you're in the mall; uh, it's busy. And I'm tying the rope, and I didn't tie because it has a hook, and the hook pulls down, and if it's too loose. Um, you could shake that rope and, and pop open the door, and I left it too loose. And someone shook it and popped open my prize. So I went through the whole last 10 days without a prize in there, unfortunately. Someone uh, got a free prize. But uh, uh, the machine made some sales even without a product in there. It was really funny. Uh, so I paid like $50 uh, with nothing in there. 
people like, so I don't know what this machine curve. does. Let me put some money in and let's see what happens, yeah. right? Yeah, so it was really funny. So I was talking to my buddy because, you know, it was Black Friday and Saturday. And, and I, I, it's funny because I did my mall collection today and I restocked it, retied it. I figured out what the problem was and that's what I'm assuming happened. So I, I'm going to give a better update on that that mini cut because it's so freaking cool. People, when I, when I put the toy in there, like that little RC car that I got from Alibaba, uh, people are going over there like all the time and, and looking at that magic. I mean, made fifty dollars in sales with nothing in there. So you're telling you how the potential of putting a toy in there, a nice toy in there, it can do a lot of money. So um, that's what I got for an update, and we're just going to see how it does now with an actual prize in there. Um, so, but the mall mall did really well, by the way. Uh, so I, I uh, I'm going to make a I made I recorded it and I'll just tell you guys in the stream I did a roughly around fourteen hundred dollars in cash and coin for the ten days last ten days and I did just over seven hundred dollars in credit card charges so for the last ten days that mall did twenty one hundred dollars for me wow so awesome yeah like a boss yeah and then I, I haven't got the I, I haven't gone over to the next mall but uh, tomorrow's the other mall and I think my brother's actually going to go there so uh, I'm going to send him over that way so you said you recorded it though I recorded this one because like uh, I, I wasn't planning on recording but when I first opened up the and you can you'll see in my video like I went to the outside machine and you know I'm trying not to record as many collections because I don't want to be known just for collections and stuff like that. But uh, I opened up that outside machine and I just saw uh, this image of this money just overflowing and then quarters all over the place because uh, I guess my quarter bins misaligned. And uh, I just like, wow, I got to record this. This is incredible. So I recorded that and, uh, yeah. and I just kept, kept doing it to finish the so, ball. So for all the comments that we've gotten over the past few weeks, guys out there, all of, all of you watching, new extreme vending video coming soon. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I didn't have my, uh, so I'm doing the old fashioned, I'm going to do a voiceover video, uh, just because, okay. uh, yeah. Um, no one will complain. Not in the shower. Yes. And, and uh, Kevin just posted, make sure you calibrate the string every time you restring at Dave at David. I appreciate you saying that. And I did recalibrate. And I think that's a very good comment, Kevin. Uh, yeah. I, I, I knew better. I remember your wise words. And uh, I did recalibrate it and stuff. But that was the funny thing is no one actually cut the string. And that's why I think people were still playing it. Uh, it just the door must have popped open. Uh, I, it had to do with I realized uh, that when I tied it, that thing was almost all the way to the top. Like you could just shake it and you could probably the, the string would be loosened. So I made sure at the time my hook is pulled down. And I think it's going to do really well. I mean, it made $50 with no toys in it. So um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's doing well, I guess. <laughs> It is a cool looking machine though, man. Like when it's all lit up and stuff, like it, it glows, you know, it's you can see bright. it like a mile yeah. away. It looks really good. Like I love the colors. The purple's just, it looks really nice. So it's a good looking machine. And the nice part is, is that it's just like the minis where it can fit almost anywhere. So you can add that right next to, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's actually what, do you know offhand the measurements? I think it's smaller than what a it's like two inch 20, bolt. No, no. 16 inches is 16 inches wide yeah it's small so, it, it's it's not that big it's it's only a few inches bigger wider than the than the mega mini yeah so that's like, smaller than than a bulk stand i mean a bulk stands 18 inches round yep. so i mean that's even less space than what your bulk you know a two inch bulk machine would take so that's a great addition to any location that's awesome yeah. very cool well wanted to, to let you guys know if you put a really cool prize in that mini cut because we have people and we talked to it was fun talking to kevin about it and i know who he's talking about his name is jesse in texas he put the jordans in his machine and he put them in the mall location that mini cuts like making him six hundred dollars a week it sounds like or something crazy like he was telling he was showing me screenshots of two hundred dollars in a day um and the, so the, you put the prizes in there, that many will make money. It's just you have to be careful what state you're in. Because I know Arizona has a limit, and I have to be careful what I put in there. That's why I was really excited about my Alibaba RC car. I put a, you know, in the States, you buy this RC car for 100 and some odd dollars. But you buy on Alibaba, you're underneath that threshold of $35. So. Yeah. So I want to go back up. Comp Magic asked a lot. He put, dropped a lot of, like, he yeah, does. I, he drops, he, where, where, where did you copy-paste all that from? Come on now. You weren't typing that fast. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. So um, let's – but these are great questions and great topics, so maybe we'll cover a few of them real fast. Um, 
because we don't have anything. Let's see. Yeah, so we'll get down there. Okay. So first one says uh, regulations and permits. Um, do you want to read that since you have the voice? <laughs> sure. <laughs> now, now this answer is going to be different everywhere. So, so yeah, keep that that's in mind. Why. So, Regulations and permits. What are the legal requirements and, re- and regulations for operating claw machines in your area? Do you need any specific permits or licenses to run a claw machine business? In my area, yes. Yeah, in our I area, need, no. Yeah. See, I so need check with the county, absolutely, or your state, or everything. Uh, both. Check with all of those things. Yeah. Your township, in California, your county, your state. Oh, sorry, let me interrupt you. But in California, no, from what I understand, mm-hmm. different counties have different rules. So. It, I mean, in California is a big state, so mm-hmm. it looks yeah. skinny, but it's really long. And so they, huge. you know, it's it's different in different counties from what I understand. I don't think you need licenses like you do, Matt. Like, I don't think it's to that. They're not um, as strict in California. They're very no. laid back. I've um, talked to three or four different vendors in California from the Discord, and they all told me, like, man, they're really laid back. And they actually can piggyback back off the business license of the store that they put their machines in. Like they're so nice. laid back. So I wish they yeah. do that with coin pushers. That'd be amazing. But that's not the <laughs> yeah. case. So. Right. All right. Second one is location. Go ahead. All right. Location. How will you select the locations for your claw machines? What criteria will you use to determine the suitability of a location? Drop so some funny knowledge. Story. Funny story. Go ahead, David. David or to Matt. Well, uh, Matt, no, Matt, Matt's I, guy. Matt's got a really right. cool story. All right. So it's a funny right. story. So, so not only did I bring back the electronic bulk vending machine from candymachines.com back from IAPA, but I also brought back a super mini claw machine. And I'm looking, I'm currently working on locating that super mini claw machine. And this new anime shop opened up. And I thought, hmm. I go in, they've got gacha machines, you know, they've, they've got like some stuff. So I thought like they might be into it. But I've kind of been scoping the scoping the place out. And um, I haven't seen any customers go in or come out every time I'm there. It's always empty. But I actually went in to shop because, you know, I see Natasha in the uh, in the Discord showing off all the cool anime stuff she has and how much people are playing for it. So I went into the shop and I was like, I'm going to scope the shop and I'm going to talk to the owner and kind of see how I feel about maybe pitching the idea. And long story short, I didn't pitch because... I don't think that place is going to be there very long with the uh, the service I got. But I did buy something, so I thought that was cool. But I mean, I think I think everyone's opinion or answer is going to be different as as far as what type of you know requirements or criteria, as you say, uh, you're going to use when it comes to locating a, a machine. Because remember this: if you have a machine in your house or in your garage or anything like that, it's going to make more money no matter what kind of location it is than it is at your house. So. If you can find any location to get it there, get it there. But then, you know, maybe always be thinking about a better location. I don't know. David, you're probably the the master, though, when it comes to criteria for a claw machine. What are your thoughts? So I have become like I went into the point where I'm raising the bar a bit because I'm, I'm I realized that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Jonathan Howard's the reason why I actually raised the bar because he got himself located and stuff like that. And it's not that I'm not going to go for everything and everything I see. It's just like I I realize I can put machines in in, in steakhouses and, and nicer places. But I, when I see um, uh, a place an opportunity, I just go for it. Like I, I'll look at it and I'm like this. Is good location i walk in the, you know i'll do my little scouting around find a place where i need to plug it in that and i'll have a machine on hand and then and that's when i start my pitch i see if the owner's there or not uh i just try to stay away from corporations as much as possible but fran- if i find out a franchise of a corporation it's all game and I'm, I'm going in there I'm, i got a game plan and i'll most likely get a no but it doesn't matter because at least i'll know uh, the answer i'd rather get a no than not know or never try for us, it, it, the first thing that I do, because I was actually, we have a bunch of machines on the way that we're, we're getting a bunch of minis coming in, and we just swapped out some some minis for Magic Keys. So we have all these minis that we have that are going to be in-house. So I, I what I do is is you watch a video. David did a really good video on this, on, on hunting locations and using Google Maps and that kind of stuff to find locations and see images of the inside of the location. And that we've had, we've talked about it on our live streams. But um, 
the first thing I look for is traffic. So you make sure that they are a busy location because that is what, it doesn't matter if you know you you have people that are diehard claw fans and they're the only ones that come into a location how often are they going to come into that location versus three or four hundred people a day is a big difference between three that are going to play the machine so um also secondly we look for where you're going to be sitting and waiting to be seated or that you're waiting for a drink or you're waiting for ice cream or whatever you're waiting for um you know where are the kids going to be and what are, you know, is it near schools? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff like that you can check out. But I think the big things are, you know, how busy they are, <coughs> who the clientele, and and what location is it in. And those are the first three things. And then the things that, you know, David and I talk about all the time. And same with Matt, when we were talking about his new machines he's got, like his mini, um, we spent like dinner talking about, you know, there is a lot of really nice steakhouses and people don't think of restaurants like that where, you know, you're going to be sitting and waiting for a table for 30 to 45 minutes if you don't make a reservation and they've got nothing to do with screaming kids and stuff like that hanging out. And then the parents have no problem giving them a $20 bill and saying, go play the machine for, for 20 minutes while we're sitting there or 30 minutes waiting for the machine, you know, waiting for our table. Yeah. So um, they're eat, there to eat a nice dinner. They're there to spend money. And they don't have a problem giving the kid money to make sure that they're happy for the time that they're waiting for a table because otherwise they're going to be bouncing all over the walls, you know, waiting to get seated and stuff. And that's why when you go to restaurants like Applebee's, you go to like a Red Lobster, you go to an Olive Garden, what do they do? They always give the kid a piece of paper with some crayons. And the reason is, is they got to keep them occupied. And so they, those locations know that. And when you go in and tell them, you know, like, do you give them paper with crayons and stuff? Or like, how do you keep the kids entertained? And they're like, no, you know, we, we don't have anything like that. And it's like, well, here's your answer. You know, um, like I said, I mean, my kids do all the talking anymore. So I don't, you know, they're the ones that get their own locations and they do it all themselves. But they've gotten really good at finding those kind of locations. And anywhere, that, even if it's a mom and pop ranch house, you know, steakhouse place, they're, they're, they're going to be waiting for a table. So it's a great place to do that. And the longer that the adults can sit and chat and the kids aren't bored, you know, the more, the better time the parents are going to have too. So those are the kind of stuff that we look for. And I think that David and Matt are right. I mean, that's, that's, you think that a location would be great, like the anime shop, but if nobody goes in there, you know, it doesn't matter if you have Sanrio in your machine. Like if there's nobody there to play it, what's the point, you know? So, I mean, that's it. So next question. All right. Next question from Comp Magic is competition. Who are your competitors in the area? What is their market share? What will you set your claw machine business apart from others? That's a great question. It is a good question. Because I'm actually friends with some of the other vendors in my area. Mm -hmm. um, not to the point where I've given them keys to my machine in case I need help or yeah. vice versa. But, you know, I see them at the uh, arcade auctions all the time. I talk to them all the time see them from time to time. Uh, you know, if I'm in a restaurant that they already have their machine there and I see it's low on plush or something like that, I'll shoot them a message and say, Hey, this spot, your plush is low. Yeah. Uh, but you know, just like we've always said, there, there, there's room for everyone in this business. And you know, there's always new locations popping up. There's always room out there for everyone. So I don't really worry about the competition too much. I just worry about me. And, and what I do is I focus on service. Uh, that's what I'm going to say sets my business apart from anyone else. I don't know what kind of service he provides or another vendor provides, but I just know that I'm going to provide great service and that's what I'm going to sell. I think too, like you said, that we don't worry about competition either because they, they, you know, we're, they're doing it for the kids and their business and mm -hmm. they're there every week. They make sure it's clean. They make sure it's full. Um, they're taking care of everything they're supposed to take care of. So if somebody comes in and offers them money and they don't want us there anymore, then we don't want to be there. And I don't, I don't, you know, and the kids, I mean, we've had a long, you know, few, quite a few conversations like that with them saying, like, what would you do? And they're like, we'll go somewhere else. I'm like, that's awesome. You know, that's the mm -hmm. kind of feeling you should have because yeah. you don't really yeah. want to be somewhere where you're feeling like they're going to be watching you or looking over your shoulder. But there's like we do, worse. we try to, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's nothing worse than having anxiety about going to visit one of your own machines. Right. It's, it's just it's no fun. We've all been there. We've all had those locations. Yeah, I pulled my machines out. Yeah, that yeah, location. I was me really too. trying to work with that lady and she yelled at me in front of her customers because um, it, it's in the past. So probably should bring yep. it back up. No, no reason think, to dwell on it, but we've all been I there. Think, 
for doing this now, we've been doing a little over two years now, and and I, I can almost, I would almost put money down on the fact that if somebody came in and said that you know they they wanted to pay to for our location or whatever, and the, and the place went with them, it's going to end bad. It's not going to be a good relationship, and either for for either person. And if we went back there in six months, I guarantee you they probably want us back. And so that's. That's the kind of thing that you need to realize is that people that are cutthroat like that or that are going to try to undercut you or just drop a machine somewhere or something, like have a conversation with the owner. If they're not on your side after they just drop a machine, like, you know, or whatever it is, or they add something and you say, you know, you're cutting into my money, you know, in my business. And if they're like, oh, well, sorry, they, you know, they gave us whatever. And it's like, okay, then I'm out and feel good about that choice you know the fact that you're not fighting with somebody else for a location and we've got quite a few vendors in our area surprisingly for how how remote we are and um and we're we all get along just fine and they're always checking in with each other and you know we don't want to step on each other's toes and i try to help them as much as we can and so yeah very good the good question that was a really good question so next one Next one, machine quality and suppliers. Where will you source your claw machines? Well, I think there's, you know, we've talked about that a lot. Candy yeah. machines, AZ Amusements. AZ Amusements, Rainy, Alibaba, Rainy. Places like that. Uh, and what features will they have? Have you researched and identified reputable sellers and machines? Yeah, I mean, we talk about that every week. We talk about candymachines.com. I mean, you've got Jonathan here selling for AZ Amusements. Yeah. So you've got multiple, you know, people here. And multiple, you know, successful stories of buying machines, getting machines, no issues there. I think that's well, a, I'll be the, pretty easy. I'll be, yeah, and I'll be the first to tell you that we have Candy Machines machines. David has Rainy machines. We haven't gotten it yet. We want some really bad just to try them out because David, yeah. you know, he, he talks about how great they are. And I'd love to have some on our route just to see how they do. Like, there's no ill will in any of these machines because we have them on location. And I can tell you that... There's no better customer service than candymachines.com. Their machines are great. You know, AZ Amusements machines that, that we, you know, that I work for and then I sell part-time are awesome too. But it, it just depends on what's good for you and what you're looking for and what the benefits are. And, and I think that they're all great machines and they all do a great job and they all bring you in really good money. So, you know, it just depends on what kind of look do you want? Where is it going to go? You know, what are you looking for for customer service? What are you looking for? Whatever. There's a lot of little things like that, but they all pretty much work the same. You know, it just depends on, you know, what's important to you. How soon do you need them? You know, that kind of stuff. So anyways, there's a lot of options, but uh, they're definitely, those are the top three that we got to say that you, you definitely, you know, even if you order from China and you order Rainey's machines, you're getting a quality product and it gets delivered to you and you know, you get what you pay for, which is awesome. So um, it doesn't matter which one you order from as long as you, you know, know what you're getting and choose what you want. So yeah, I got to scroll sure. down a little bit here I because I say, saw while, something pop up. While we were doing that, I did see a super chat come in. from. Yeah, I was there. Let me find it. There it is. Okay. So <clears throat> there's those air horns. You guys will love. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay. Waco's Car Wash Channel elevators more with a $5 super chat. It says last Saturday, I rode the elevator at Providence Hospital in Waco. And when I reached the top, it struggled to level at the floor. Oh, that's creepy. Interesting. Yeah, I don't like that. How are their, how are their vending machines there? I'll bet it's, I'll bet it's run by a, a big vending company there at that hospital. So I got to tell you guys that I screamed like a little girl when we went, because we went to... to the Terror um, Tower. <laughs> Tower, the Tower, Tower. Tower at Disneyland and with Grant, and we went on that ride. And I haven't been on it since California Adventure like 15 years ago, and I forgot. I don't it's like... It's better like, at Disney World. Oh, my God. I don't like, like, quick drops and stuff, so I was, like, screaming. And if you had me on video, it would be the mo- probably the most embarrassing video you've ever seen. And like Grant was laughing at me because I was like squeezing. Him. I don't know. Like, I would, an I embarrassing would... bowling video over here. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. So you know they made a movie of that ride, right? There's a Disney no. movie of that ride. So oh, no, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, we just watched it yesterday, my wife and I, uh, last night. Uh, I wanted to show it to her because we rode the ride at Disney World. And I was like, you know, there's a movie. It's made. It was made in 1997. You know who plays in there? Is that? Do you know the original Spider-Man with to- Toby McGuire and yeah, Mary yeah. Jane? Mm-hmm. 
So uh, Mary Jane is uh, the Kirsten plays Dunst. In there. Yeah, yeah, she plays in there. She's a lot younger because it's 1997, uh, but she plays the the niece in that show. Anyways, she helps out with her uncle, and they they solve the the mystery of, the, of what happened in the Tower of Terror. Hmm. So, anyways, it's like a movie I back in seeing a trailer or something like that back in the 90s, but I, I've never yeah. seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's an old movie, but it was it was funny because we watched. It's not a bad movie, but it's like they actually used like you could see the Disney World Tower of Terror. I'm pretty sure they used the actual like scenery and stuff from it. Like it looks perfect, or maybe it's just a really good set. I don't know, but you know it was Disney, so sure. I got a question in between Comp Magic's questions from Jorge Silvera. All right, the question is: What's the reasonable percentage you would give a business? To having your claw machine, you guys think sixty thirty is the max to give out, meaning that you would keep sixty and give them thirty. I'm guessing that's only ninety. Yeah. What happened to the other ten? Yeah. Oh, the other <laughs> the other ten goes to Jonathan Howard's uh, Yow. Yeah, we take checks. <laughs> Just kidding. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think um, you're going to get a lot of mixed answers there too, but I think thirty is probably going to be the max that you'll hear on the uh, on on what what the commission would be. So. Just so you guys know, there's an old, there's an old, old timers thing where they tell people they give them 50% commission for locations. And we're the first to tell people, cause we actually have one location, well actually two that we're talking to that, that, um, they asked about this and we explained it to them, you know, cause they were saying that they, people that had been there before they kicked out, were giving them 50% of whatever they made. And, and we explained to them the realistic or the real thing about how that works and so make sure you explain to your locations like you know how you how you divvy it up and how and and the expenses that you have and the things that you have to go through to get that product to them and to service the machine and the gas and the time and and all the stuff make sure they know that you're you're like legit like into what you're doing and that there is a lot of costs involved because most people don't think it. They're like, oh, you just stick some toys in the machine and then that's that's how easy it is. And it's not. I mean, you've got to source all those toys. You gotta to buy all those toys. You gotta to put everything together. You gotta to go to the location. You gotta drive there. You gotta pay the gas. I mean, you gotta do all the stuff to get that stuff to their location. And if it was that easy, then every store would just have their own claw machine. And that's why they'll sometimes you'll see people in the Discord say, Oh, well, the our location, you know, bought their own machine. And it's like, Well, I give that six months max because yeah, they're not going to find you, the you best. leave your business card you tell them call me when you're tired of running it and we'll make a deal yeah and you'll probably end up buying the machine for half yeah. of what they paid for it and and you'll take care of it and they'll know like how hard it is to do what you do and we're honest about all that you yeah. know and the kids yeah. and amelia is really good she's like oh you know i'm out in the garage all the time putting everything together and all the time you know because she does she puts a lot of time and effort in and sam was with me all day today I took him out of school early so he can go to install this magic key, which I probably shouldn't say on the internet, but yeah, <laughs> I pulled him out of school. We went and installed it and, and, you know, and, and they put their time and effort into it and it's important to them. And I think that that's when you figure out your, your things, it's not 50%. It's more like 30% max. You should be getting them and don't start with 30%, start with 10 or start with a location fee. Or don't or offer just, it. Yeah. Just just see what the – feel it out. I mean, Jonathan We don't Howard, offer. Jonathan Howard pays 0% on 90% of his stuff, 95%. All of them still. We're still, oh, at, we're still at 0% commission on all of our locations. You but, know what I could yeah. do with the extra 30% that I pay out on average? I would be – let's see. I pull in about 30000 I pay out about 9000 month an extra nine thousand dollars a month would be really nice every single month can you imagine and the thing is is that the only time that amelia offers it or sam because they go together now they do it together as a team is if they say that they're not sure you know at the end of them talking to them say well is there anything else you know they'll say and amelia does it really well she's like well is there anything i haven't answered for you is like are there any questions that you had or something like i don't understand because everybody loves our machines like you know, we're really good at what we do. Like, that's what she says. And it's really cute the way she says it. She's like, I'm really good at what I do, you know? And it's like so cute. And and they're like, no, we're just wondering, you know, because it takes up space and whatever. And she knows right away they're wanting to know about 
getting paid for the location, the spot or, and she says, well, you know, we can't pay you commission. And then she'll go into the whole commission conversation. But by the time of it, they, they don't want it. They just want to be offered that yeah, commission yeah. and, and feel like they're worth it. And when she gets done, she's like, I will take care of you, you know, and that's what it's about. Take care of them and they'll be yep. very happy. Correct. They don't, they don't want problems. You know, like this whole thing right now that I had my call, like my owner doesn't want this. He doesn't want somebody coming to his counter and saying, it's only giving me one credit for a dollar when it's supposed to be four credits per dollar, you know, fix this problem with your vendor. They don't want that conversation. So usually we don't have those conversations. So for us, like me right now, while I'm on the live stream, I'm thinking like, how am I going to get over there and get this fixed? You know, like you're, going, you're going right after the stream, aren't you? I know you. You're I'm going, going right after, you're, you know, yeah, me because and it's you. 45 yeah. minute drive, but I don't care because I'm worried about that owner that I just spent so yeah. much time with today and was so excited about our machine. And then now they're dealing with this and I feel well, like a jerk, but I know you're going to go out right after because I think all three <laughs> of us are in the same boat. We'd all be yeah. going right after this. In oh, fact, yeah, you're, you're probably like, Hey, can you guys handle the stream for a bit? Like I got to go fix this. What's like, funny cause, is that cause I'm going to bother you the whole time in my brain. I'm trying to figure out how am I going to talk Natalie into going with me? You know, we can go together, like kind of like a little mini date, you know, there you go. And, you know, Do they have Boba there? tired. Tell you know, her to buy our boba. That's what's going on in my brain. Is like, how am I going to tell her to go with me? You know. Yeah. So that's that's me. But anyways, um, just yeah. So that's that's that was really good, you guys. That was awesome. For so, sure. We had a super um, chat come in while we were talking about oh. that. Let's uh, let's address the super chat real quick. Sure. I don't know how to say this username. I'm gonna say Zocnavi one. Hopefully that's that right. I don't know. Zocnavi, yeah. Zocnavi one. $10 Super Chat, thank you for that. It says, thank you guys for all your help. My 11-year-old daughter and I own four mini claw machines. Who's that sound like? Ah. Uh, we are three weeks into this. What are some key things wow. she should say when trying to land a location? I feel like, is, is Amelia home? <laughs> like, I feel like Amelia needs to come answer. She's over question. at a friend's house, but she'll be uh, home soon. And and just course. so you know, Navi, like Amelia's more than happy to talk to your daughter. She's all about that. Um, that's why we started this nonprofit was to help kids like mm -hmm. do this thing. And she would love, to, I mean, she, I, I guarantee, I don't want to speak for her, but I know that she would love to talk to her and, be, and to meet somebody from somewhere else that's ex yeah. as excited about this as she is. So, so um, arrange with Jonathan. You, he's yeah. put his phone number on everything. Just give him a call and then you can put the daughters on the phone together and they can talk. Yeah. About it. <laughs> well, I'm sure there'll be, you know, yeah. They'll be TikTok, Instagram, Facebook buddies in Something no time. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, sure. and they'll, you know, <clears throat> and that's the thing is that they're into the same stuff. And they're going to really just turned 12. So she, you know, yeah. in November for or November 3rd. So, um, you know, they're about the same age. And so they'll be interested. But I think that's so cool. And, and mm -hmm. I commend you for getting her going. Um, and, and, and she'll do awesome. But Amelia's got it down. And it would be a great conversation with her to have because... I, I, you know, Amelia won't let me film her. I've tried several times, but she's got this mojo that she gets in, you know, she gets in this mode and it's really because kids are kids. So, I mean, she's in the mode for like an hour and a half and then that's it. You know what I mean? Like she's out of the mode. Yeah. So I get her while she's hot because she's all about it and she's excited. But then she's like, let's just get Boba and go home. And I'm like, no problem. <laughs> you know, like I totally get it. So yes. um, I think that with her help, she will do great because the owners love to see kids getting into this and that's what the, the nonprofit's about. So very cool. Awesome. Okay. So I got that. Let me go back up. A lot of good questions or comments, especially caught magic. Thank you for doing this on your list. So he said he had a list that he made he or she, I don't know if caught magic is he or she um, had a list that they made with questions, which is cool. So then they just basically took their questions and posted them, which is awesome. I was going to so, say there was way, yeah. way too much, way too much info. <laughs> Or, or detail to be just typing it out. There was copy paste yeah. going on there. So I figured there was a list. Very cool. Okay, so next one is, um, there we are. So competition we did. Okay, so machine quality suppliers. Okay, maintenance. All right, David, hit maintenance. Oh, you know what? Speaking of uh, maintenance, you know, I had to do maintenance today. Always bring your tools with you when you go to your collections because yep. you never know yep. so when i was at the mall location i actually didn't even record this part i thought about recording it, i should have but uh uh so one of my little buttons on my joysticks of all the machines one of them popped off and it was still there i didn't have to use any spare parts 
but it only takes five minutes to do. But you, I had to use an Allen key set. So make sure you bring Allen key sets. You want to bring your screw gun, your screwdrivers. Any uh, extra parts are always nice to have too. But maintenance is a part of the job. Fortunately, claw machines, I can speak for claw machines. Matt can tell you about other machines because he does it all. But claw machines, in my opinion, are the easiest machines to maintain. Everything seems to be very simple and basic. And parts can be easily replaced by just pulling off a few screws. And and I'm popping out. And and obviously you want, if you're going to do anything electrical, turn off the machine and, you know, mess with the cap. I think that I couldn't believe the only thing that's hard for me and Sam both because we have big hands is that is getting into like certain spots to fix certain things because they're so small. I mean, the machines are small, even the even the 24 inch and then some of our toy soldiers, you know, you got to bend like all the way across the whole thing to like get into stuff yeah. is is being old and getting into the spots that you need to get into other than that like they're really simple and everything's super inexpensive to replace that's what's great about it like gantries are really cheap i mean the whole setup you know and claws are only like 25 bucks i mean like it's not expensive if you need stuff and they're usually really easy fixes so um the things that are expensive are like your parts that you need for mostly for to take money. Those are your most expensive parts, like your DBAs and your credit card readers and those types of things. But I mean, Coimex are 25 bucks. I mean, they're really inexpensive, but those, those kind of parts are a little more pricey, but they do a lot of stuff, you know, and they're different, but like the gantries and stuff are pretty inexpensive. So I don't think you need like a technology, you know, like license or anything to fix these things. And I learned most of what I learned, I watched from watching David and Matt on their repair videos and even 720 vending on some of his stuff for, for, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, on our full line machines. Cause I have no idea on those and it's not that hard. You can do it and there's plenty of stuff out there or people you can call. So definitely. Or you can just join the discord too. There you go. And they have a whole channel just for that stuff. That's right. So. All okay. Right. We were next. talking about this earlier, pricing and oh. profitability. The question is how long or how will you set the pricing of your claw machines? What is the expected return on investment and how long will it take to break even? So do you guys want to take that one? Uh, Very quick. I, I just do mine around depending on how much I pay in commission, obviously one in eight, one in 10, one in 12. Um, and then uh, the, the money to get back on the gamer minis and such, they usually get their money back within a month. So yeah. return on investments really fast. So my thing is, is that you always base your, we are, our, our rate, we almost all of our machines are at, except for our big, big machines, just because the prizes are bigger and more expensive mm -hmm. is, is always one in eight. That's just what we run ours at. Um, some people are saying, like I watched a video last night, they're saying, oh, one in five is a standard. And I don't think that's true. Um, I think they're more one in six and above. Um, I don't think anybody's down in the five or four range anymore, unless they're putting in, in fidget poppers or something in their yeah, machine. You got a bunch of generic prizes. Yeah, you, you you know you obviously your costs are a lot lower, so you can afford to to have those wins a lot more frequently. But then keep in mind too, you're going to be servicing those machines a lot more too. Yeah. So um, the thing with the you know with ours is that we're ordering stuff from the states. Um, which is a little pricier on some of our stuff. And then we're ordering some stuff from China. Um, but we're, you know, our prices range from 30 cents to a dollar 50 to a dollar 75 cents, depending on what prizes we're putting in our machines. So for us, we got to cover our costs. And the average that we kind of find was kind of the good one was about one and eight. Um, and that seems to do really well. And we run ours on, on random. We don't run it on fixed. Um, so it just depends. It'll pick somebody between the one and eight that does it. And that seems to be a good profit margin for us. But if you are ordering less expensive prices, then definitely go lower. But it, it, you know, you're going to get the plays no matter what, honestly, like as long as you have good prizes in your machine, they'll play it. If it doesn't matter what, how often they win so much, but winners do make players. So you want to have winners. And that's why I think that that rate is so good because it's not, 
crazy like nobody wins but it's also not like where people are winning tons um just because our locations that we have are people walking in the door and going there and getting some food or doing something and then leaving it's not somewhere that you know like an arcade where they're there all day playing or you know somewhere that they're there a lot it's like they're kind of one-off people so it's it's definitely depends on the location too yeah, we'll but that's casual, casual players yeah casual players so what is your rate at david most of the time uh, one in 10 to one in 12, but that's because yeah. I usually pay 30%. And yeah. then it depends, you know, like how, if, if the location, so here's the thing, if the location is like making me where I have to come back every other day or something like that, uh, I, I do do one in 12 because I don't want to drive all the way back over here. I'm trying to, not that I'm trying to be stingy. It's just, I don't want to drive here every single three days. So I probably right. one in 12 to make it last longer. But you know what? With the new gamer minis that I've been getting, there's a whole nother four inches of, of, of like build, and I, I've been like thinking. So I went through and upgraded all these OG minis to mega minis, and now I gotta go back through and upgrade all my mega minis to like gamer minis eventually. So it's like, <laughs> uh, dang it! <laughs> I just got done upgrading all my routes. So and it's probably just gonna get better and better as time goes on. But it, it's so much fun. I mean. Uh, that's something used. that I never considered, and that's a really good point, is how often do you want to go back? That's not something that I ever thought of when I was factoring in that, because ours are set up with the 1 and 8, where we're we're, you know, we're there once a week. So if you don't plan on being there once a week, you know, usually a layer, a layer and a half is, is gone by the time we get there in a week. And, you know, we like to go in a week anyways, because we like our machines to be clean and full and and it's amazing when you fill up a machine, like you look at your, you know, you're watching your Nyax app or whatever you're looking at. And it's all of a sudden there's $50 in like yep. in, in an hour. So true. So and true. it's because you filled it up and it looks full and it looks enticing. And there's lots of good stuff in there when it's empty and there's things laying sideways and whatever. And Jen Ben, you know, um, covered this in her talk on MVBA. It is about how it looks. Yeah, and and when we fill it up, it just gangbusters. Like by the end of the week, you know, the plays are like half of what they were in the beginning of the week, just because the machine was full. So it's almost like you want to have all these businesses yourself, so you can be there all day, and just fill up the machine, just because it does <laughs> right. so yes. well when it's full. But it does make a big difference on how the machine looks. Make sure everything's facing forward, like Jen Ven says. You know, make sure that they there's she does funny stuff where she puts them sideways with like weird looks and you know, like she does fun stuff like that and, and it does. It's enticing when you have the right stuff in your machine. And you'll see we post the pictures of our machines in, in the Discord and what we put in them. And it is enticing no matter what age or or whatever, because there's just good stuff in there. And I think that's what matters. So definitely cool. Um we talked about breaking evens, so we got that covered. Okay, good. So insurance, David, hit it. Oh, okay, so we have an insurance that we use currently right now called Next Insurance. Next Insurance, I have that um, on my route when I do all my locations. We, I have talked to a manager of Next Insurance, worked my way up. I actually have a video recording of my conversation, or a voice recording, not a video recording, of my conversation. Um, they cover claw machines, and they're a great starter insurance company uh, for the policies. I, I, my entire route is covered for like $28 a month with them. So very nice to have some sort of insurance. And insurance is very important because you never know when there will be an incident. It, I've had only one incident in four years of doing this, and nothing came of it. But it's nice to have the insurance there just in case if you need it. So, yeah, next insurance. And if you guys want to sign up for that, that's actually the insurance that Quickplay uses for their mall location and their route. Uh, it's in the Discord. There is a link in there, and you can go click over there and support uh, your YouTubers with that affiliation link. So, and, you know, help us out. So. Oh, is there a super chat? Here we go. Uh, how did I say that? Candy Zoc Navi, Oh, that what I, said? <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were trying to read the message. <laughs> no, like, that's no, no. Easy. I can no, read the, that one. The username. I, I, did we did we say it was? Call Max. He, he said it's his name backwards. It's Ivan Cox backwards. Ivan. Well, that's uh, easy. Yeah. You, you had us all confused. Anyway, Ivan says Candy Machines or versus Lefang. Who oh. wins reliability? Oh boy, you're putting it on the spot here. That's awful. 
kid. I really think they use a lot of the same parts, don't they? I mean... They're very similar. Like, I got yeah. this machine. The only reason why this machine's back here, and I don't know if it shows up in the camera because we're splitting words, but the only reason why it's back there and retired is because that's my very first one, and I upgraded to a Mega Mini, and I, I this machine still works, and it's over four years old. Um, and I, I'm sure that any, people get machines from any machines or Grant. They're all going to work, and they're going to work for many, many, many years. I remember when I first started... I was really nervous because I was told that this machine wouldn't even last a year. Four years later, it still works. And I have machines that are still working, that are still this model out, and they, they do really well. So uh, the, it just depends on what – don't worry about the quality of the machine because they're all good quality and good – I mean, what I'm trying to say, the liability. Don't worry about the liability. It's what you prefer and you want to buy for your personal route because you're going to be happy with the candy machines the machine. You're going to be really happy with the happy with a rainy machine you're gonna be happy with a grant machine you're gonna be happy uh just whatever machine get yourself that location and start producing that money my recommendation 